The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Many years ago when I was in college, I had, I had a professor that I really, I really loved. And I used to go by in, um, his office quite a bit. And this was in my, in my major, and so the, this which was like exercise science kind of stuff. And he was a cyclist, and so we had a lot to sort of talk about. He used to race like pro amateur, and I thought that was really cool. And, and he was a great professor. Actually, honestly, I, I never really thought about it until literally this moment that I'm talking to you. But... I think some of the way that I even um, preach homilies is, is somewhat based off of his style. I think I'm, I brought him up before, but he would be teaching us, right? And he was a good, engaging, and an effective teacher. But then there would be moments like, you know, where the class would start to wane. <laughs> you know, you could see like everybody just drifting off into no man's land. And then he would always strategically place some sort of a great story like right at that moment. And then all of a sudden, everybody sort of woke up again and was really engaged in this story. And they usually had a couple, they were true, but there were some outlandish things about there. I think I told you guys about the one of the dog eating all of the dough from the, um, you know, so basically there was a tray full of those like Pillsbury Crescent roll kind of dough. And then somebody turned around and then turned back and the dog had eaten everything off the tray before it went into the oven. And that's expanding dough. Right? And so, so the, the dog just like blew up and then he was just like, you know, vomiting these little piles of expanding dough. And so I remember this was one of the stories he told us to get us back engaged in the topic. But something far more profound than that story that he told us one time, or he told me one time, I should say, is he said, at one point we were talking about uh, just our faith, you know, Christianity, and, and he said there was a point in college where he realized that he led more brothers away from Christ than he had led to Christ. And he was talking like time and fraternity and, and, and different things like that. And then he just had said to himself, something's got to change at that moment. And, and I think that advice that I heard him say that, it was kind of humbling to hear it and humbling to hear him say it to me. And it made me realize that, that I know some of you are aware of that, the, the idea or the concept of an illumination of conscience, right? where some people report that um, in some way, shape, or form, the Lord has kind of showed them all the sins of their life. And, and that has often <laughs> resulted in a huge reversion and coming back to the faith as a result of that. But one of the things that's often shown to people is how their sin affected other people in their life. 
uh, things that maybe would seem sort of um, inconsequential for us, perhaps later in our life. I, I remember one, one such example was somebody who had gotten into drugs when they were younger and then not become addicted to them, right? And then and they moved on with their life and they were successful and everything was fine. But then they were shown somebody who was a part of that same group of friends. And then that person, just from being introduced to drugs by that, became a lifelong addict the rest of their life. And, and it was, it's an amazing thought about what Jesus is talking about right here. It's just that, like, our sin does not just affect us. It affects other people in the world. So the importance of observing what God has given us to, like, sort of keep us in his care is a paramount thing. Because it's not just us that we can lead to ruin. It's truly other people. We could become a stumbling block for other people, or we can drag them into our own sinful existence. Now, what's done is done, right? You know, sometimes these things have happened in the past life of people. But what can always happen going forward is to reconcile. You know, you come to the Lord, you reconcile with him for what you have done in your life. And that's a new pathway forward. It's, it's, it's amazing, just the depth of his mercy. So Thomas, who had just entered Mount Angel on, on Sunday, one of the things he said that was very interesting to me is that you know, he was in a bar one time and he was talking with guys about religion. And he knew all these things about, he was in, into Hinduism at one point in his life and all these other world religions. And so he was kind of an interesting bar conversation for people, right? And so he would talk to all these people. And then he would say to them, but do you know the, the most merciful God, you know, the, the, the place that really transformed my life? And he said, Jesus. And they lost complete interest in the conversation. They thought he was fascinating when he was talking about Hinduism or Buddhism or something like that. But as soon as uh, Jesus came across his lips, it seemed to sort of turn people off, which I thought was such a sad, sad thing. But sometimes that happens because of bad believers, because of people who take the name of Christian and then they set a bad example out into the world. So the only way to reverse that is set a good example into the world as Christians, right? And to reconcile with Christ. If we can do those two things, uh, it really starts to gradually change, you know, in, in our favor. We bring other people into the fold. And, and like, like my professor, I remembered him as a great example of a good Christian man and father. And I looked up to him, and in that, I think just his example helped shape the course of my life at that time that I was in college. And I didn't know it quite then, but, but I know it now. So we can either influence people for good or for bad. But like Jesus says, he warns us that to drag somebody else into ruin is truly a great, great sin. But if we've done that, you know, again, this is the time. This is the time to go to confession, to reconcile with the Lord for any of our sins of our past and our present uh, so that we can avoid them in the future. God bless you all.